Hey y'all, this your girl Kamaj. And it's your boy Nice. And, and you, you are, are now tuned into Blunt, Blunt is Fuck. Period. And you know, everybody is at a place where they're well may find ourselves at a place where they're trying to find out where they wanna be, who they wanna be with, and what they wanna go through. Rather you gay, straight, lesbian, bi, DL, out the closet, a regular girl, or not having sex or whatever, everybody has life struggles and life situations and I just hope that, like, you know, even us just having these conversations about, like, being DL or being a baby mom or being the other woman or being in a relationship, being committed, just trying to do all of these things. And we all just, like, think about how can we better ourselves in a situation that may not be beneficial to us at the time? How can we realize where we're at in life and know that some things like we go through them just to learn from them you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's just like you may be in a situation right now and people be feeling like stuck you feel like you trapped or you feel like oh my god if i leave what's going to happen here and most times it's just like once you actually break those chains and you actually break out of situations that are like just like draining you Sometimes people don't realize that you're actually like a Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. Like once that mm-hmm. juice is gone, like that person that you're with is like sucking that juice out of you to the point where they're still thirsty and you're actually drained. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes for people. Some people really like allow their Capri Sun package to be completely empty and dried out before they realize that they should have threw it away. Not mine, because I blow it with the straw. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you may blow it with the straw. But for real, for real, it's empty. And for, but for real, for real, it's empty because you fill it up with nothing but air. Yes. Don't try to gas me up. I like running on air. <laughs> okay? You fill it up with nothing but air for something that can't even fly. Mm-hmm. You fill a Capri Sun up, an empty Capri Sun up with air, it's just going to fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like everything, like, I'm glad we had this conversation. These conversations were so dope. Like, just like even me touching on, like, being DL, coming out and stuff like that, and, like, y'all being DL. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. Before, <laughs> well, we, was... before we end this, these yes. episodes, what is... <laughs> so guys are DL. What are women? Because I, I think I got a name for I them. don't know. What? By Curious? Right, curious? LB. We DL. you LB. LB. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Little bitches be, be get away with it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like, what yeah, is are a you woman, LB? For me, when you said, what's the difference? Like, is we LD? For the guys, you know it's LD. Oh, yeah, LD. I said so LD. If you, Go down. If you're going to call us LD... I feel like uh, for the ladies, LD mean for lonely days, meaning that like a once in a while thing, females don't be down low because they constantly doing other females. Matter of fact, how about LD just going to mean ladies day because we don't, <laughs> we don't, because we don't have a ladies day often. Right. You know, Toy is all of our notes. So we talked about this. Like I said, like yo, or if guys are like considered DL, mm-hmm. girls are considered LD. I forgot what I said, but she done fucking wrote a whole note about it. <laughs> that, LD and now, just gonna mean ladies' day. LD means we don't ladies, have day. ladies' day. Off. Yeah, because no, it's not often. <laughs> so it's not, so now that y'all established the fact that like guys are DL sometimes, all right, like. We realized that like our guys are DL because it's just like it's a lot of shit. Society make guys DL. Yes. Period. Yeah. Period. You got you around a, a bunch of niggas that like are right, you yo like this shit whatever like naturally, even with me, 
90 percent i'll say this i'm going to keep this on here because this is blunt as fuck and i wanted to make sure i touch base on this before i actually get on there 90 percent of the niggas that know me and they have a problem with me being gay can't do nothing about me. Mm -hmm. They can't, can't beat me. They can't outwork me. They can't outfinance me. They can't do nothing with me. But just the only it. thing that they can do is look. Even though I'm a like, I just came out the closet and all that. Guess what, y'all? I have not heard a direct statement from a, a guy. I heard one, and that was from a guy that you know somebody that like is really important to me, like growing up and stuff like that who knew that they can be completely blunt and honest with me. You guys, yeah. but most of the other guys that I could really care less about, they have not said nothing to my face or mm -hmm. anything to my face. Like, cause I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm really like, I'm professional. I like to run my business. I'm like to do things in a professional way, but I ain't gonna lie. I will still smack the shit out of a nigga, somebody dead. Like I will still punch, like mm -hmm. beat, really beat up on a nigga and, and not care. You got what I'm saying? And it's just like, so they're not gonna come at me. Like, and I really feel this in my heart. And it's just like, it'd be nut ass niggas. I ain't gonna lie. It'd be mm -hmm. nut ass niggas that be on some nut ass shit. They like to worry and talk about guys. That's like, especially me. For me, I don't feel like nobody should be like, even though hate and everything is going to come with it or whatever, but mm -hmm. I talked to girls that I used to deal with mm -hmm. and they were like, yo, Kev, I respect you so much. You know, I still love you because, you know, you kept it real with me or you didn't hurt me in ways. You got know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and I would be honest with them, but like, just the guys, the guys like just get on nerves, like, dog, like, I grew up, I had a lot of friends, right? Mm -hmm. I had a lot of friends that, straight friends like I was in popular groups you know what I'm saying like I was like the main I was between me me and Shane were the main guys in Diamond World mm -hmm. me and Shane you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying everybody else it was, it was a few people after us but me and Shane as far as like Diamond World the party promoters and stuff like that Shane got it popping and all that mm -hmm. and I came from you know before Diamond World started popping on a party since I was fucking with all his shit you boys you know Shane knew you was um, like that too if you didn't know that, he knew. Before he died? Yeah, he knew. Yeah, he I know. Yeah. He, he always said it. Sheen was my he guy. Never, um, he never acted different to it. I don't know if he was acting that way because he knew that me and you were school or not, but he never showed no bad sign. Like, he always talked about how much he loved you, and he knew you was gay. Like, he said it. Yeah. And Sheen, he, he ain't had no problem with it. And the thing is, and that's because real niggas, like, being, I ain't gonna lie, y'all, coming out of the closet, Right, like, and again, I'm talking about like I, I used to hang around real niggas, mm -hmm. like real niggas, like I'm talking about like with guns, like not saying that, like real real niggas. When you say real niggas, you talk yeah. about real street niggas, uh -huh. because a nigga gonna be a nigga, a nigga is a nigga. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of niggas out here that are not real, mm -hmm. but like I've hung around like real street niggas. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? I, at one point, I was a real street nigga at, at one point in my life with some gay tendencies, but like mm -hmm. the real people. Like, real guys, and that's why I still respect, like, straight men that I'm still cool with. And they realize, like, yo, like, all right, I heard that cat was gay, but it's just crazy because he never made me, ever made me feel no type of way. Mm -hmm. okay. Or he never, ever disrespected me in any type of way. Oh, we used to talk to the same girl. Or he never made me feel no type of way. Or what is there's, there's men out here nowadays that are men that when we were younger and when we were kids, slept in the same bed, mm -hmm. right next to each other, slept... I'm talking about, like, people, like, and this, that person, if they listening to this right now, like, that, I'm talking about that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Like, I told you my core people and stuff like that, like, and I never disrespected them in a way for them to be, like, upset. Right. Maybe they upset with just the fact of being gay. That's fine. That's your own preference because at the end of the day, everybody not going to agree with it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But what bothers me is the fact of like, I'm a human. Mm-hmm. I'm a person. And at one point, I felt love from you. So in my head, it's just like that love that I thought I felt from you. Now I'm starting to think, was it convenient because I provided some type of security service? Yeah. Was it convenient like that I provided, like I didn't play about some you? Some type of Because if you was around me at that time when I was like really wilding out, I really didn't play about you. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, I, you know, you even had experience like Yacht, Toy and Yacht, like both were like my two favorite girls. Like both of y'all, like, yeah, I'll say this on my podcast right now. It's just like in this present moment in my life, I have like new women and like old women that hold me there. And one thing about the women that I'm the closest to, like they are very strong women. I'm doing this podcast, like me coming out with my two most important women. Like Toy, you're like one of my most important women. Yaku, one of my most important women. And y'all like know me to an extent where a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like y'all can like, just how you said something, like how I made you feel, whatever. And a lot of people don't, really realize how important it is to recognize what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Recognize who's there and who's not. And that's one thing I'll say. I said, all right, coming out was a, a gift and a curse mm-hmm. because those people that I thought loved me, I genuinely loved them back. Mm-hmm. And my love was real. So now even though I feel like they hate me mm-hmm. or they don't like me because of who I am, I'm still... I'm hurting. I'm not going to lie. I do hurt. Toy, like, I got people that support me and stuff like that and that love me and stuff. But some of those people that I genuinely loved back at a point when they showed me some type of love, it bothers me still. Mm-hmm. Fuck all the other people. You got what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like, I have Shadi. Like, or Shadi's no longer here, but Shadi got a cousin that I was really close with. And I had experiences with. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care. I'm being, you know, it's blunt as fuck. I want to ask you something before we end this podcast. No, we're not going. Go ahead. I want to ask you something. All right, so since you came out the closet and stuff and you start losing a lot of people, like the people who you called your close friends and that you love dearly, never try anything with or none of that, like, do you want to tell them anything or, like, do you miss them or do you feel like, like, you need to talk to them about anything? Like, what is it? That's deep. All right. Is um, there anybody that you really, really fuck with that you called your your main person that you love dearly and you told them or they heard about your situation and they are no longer a part of you no more or don't want to be a part of you like is it somebody out there that hurts your feelings because of that and you never tried anything with them never came at them or none of that but if you had the chance to talk to them or be cool with them again like what would you say to them or how do you feel about it it's deep. So that's where, like... There's you don't have to say any names, but No, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say any names. Is there a couple or just one person or is it there's, family there's members? A, I, would say, I would say there's a couple. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I say a couple, it's two. Okay. Um, it's two? There's two. Okay. There's two people. There's two people that I genuinely give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Like, that I care. And there could be a million people that don't fuck with me because of this. But there's only two when I talk about straight guys that, that, that I care. Everybody else, I don't give a fuck about them. Like, honestly, there's a few people, I ain't gonna lie, that I probably want to smack the shit out of because how dare you being who you are, motherfucker, you ain't nobody. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't watch you and all that. I don't give a fuck about you. But there's legitimately two people that I give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. One, I'll say it in a sense of where they will know 
if they ever heard this. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I'll talk from that standpoint without, like, pointing them out. But I'll talk about one that is also, like, well, I can say, like, because when I think about this person, I think about another person. Mm-hmm. Um, so this person is connected to my childhood more so and connected to my best friend, connected to Shadi. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me because we have so many experiences as children going through the struggle and going through different things that don't even involve around sexuality mm-hmm. that is just like, yo, like, you was there for me in some crazy ass situations and now this one situation where it never really affected you it bothers you so much for you to be okay with me not ever being in your life again and that hurt me because that's somebody that I looked at as a brother like I almost died one time or I was just like left out like I didn't know where I was going at one point I was in Atlantic City it got too like a lot happened and this person like really was there for me in a sense of I knew my life was okay, and he came through. But that one moment when you realize that the person that you came through for is different than you, and you express to me, you know, like, oh, well, like I'm upset that you ain't tell me, like, you know, because you're worried about an image. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, my image don't affect your image. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that. Like, it's just like, if you're straight, you're straight. If you're gay, you're gay. Mm-hmm. Just because you cool with gay people, like, and a lot of people don't understand, like, us gay people, we have, like, we good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we not out here, like, especially gay men. Like, I, I feel like I carry myself. Like, I just, I'm still a man. You know what I'm saying? I'm st- I still have shrimps. I still can be, not, actually, I can be everybody that I'm thinking about that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. It's not one of them that can beat me as a man, mm-hmm. like, in anything, for okay. real, for real. Like, and I'm not trying to be cocky. I'm not trying to, like... You know, speak, but I'm just going off experience. Right. I'm talking about niggas that I can just literally grab them by their neck and they they on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I'm just talking. I'm not saying it like that. I'm not trying to be overbearing. I'm talking about the people I don't care about. But I just don't understand how that you can just really show love to somebody at one point, and then you find out that they're different and it's just like. So what about the other person? The other person is just like you know. I feel like more so like a shame on you type of situation because. That other person had, I put my trust in that person. Like the other person, did they been new? But when you came out the closet, they was mad about it. Yeah. Or they try to act surprised too. Yeah. So the other person, I looked at it as in a sense of that was my little brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was somebody I genuinely stuck up for, like when we was doing business moves and stuff like that. Like we would be having like. I basically believed in him when nobody else did. Mm-hmm. When it came to certain stuff that he do with just stuff in general. And I had his back without him even knowing I had his back. Right. And once I got to the point where I was vulnerable and I felt like I would be looked at as being weak, even though I was always being strong for him behind the scenes, I exposed it to him. Mm-hmm. At the same time as I did with Yak, in the sense of, okay... I have my best friend, Yak, and my best friend, the other person. If I be honest with them, I never disrespected them. I never made them feel, like, uncomfortable. Or I never put them in a situation, like, whereas, like, they can feel like, yo, like, what's up with Kev? Or what's up with Nice? Like, you Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, these are my people. Mm -hmm. We, we, us three have stuck through the hardest times together. Mm Mm-hmm. I can tell this person, even though I know this person is not like me, 
I feel like me telling these two people, they will they will rock out for their friend. They would like they would know my heart and know that I'm genuine and know that I'm still a regular person. Mm-hmm. And that person, I exposed it to him the same time I did Yacht. Mm-hmm. He was my friend. He still was your friend after that? Yeah, he was still was my friend. As time went past, he was still my friend. Mm-hmm. He didn't treat me any differently. And I do understand, like, his standpoint, because sometimes everybody's not prepared for what's to come once everybody knows about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Especially in the world of trying to like doing a being a promoter or doing events and stuff like that like everybody big on this image of how you need to be Mm -hmm. but i would have thought that that person would have stuck up for me a little bit more than he did Mm -hmm. because like and i wasn't looking for validation because i could stick up for myself but i let him know before him to be my protector behind the scenes like i was his right and even though it was different situations, I'm talking about I was protecting him as far as, like, people trying to, like, literally saying his name, trying to leave him out on money transactions when I know we both heard him. Mm-hmm. When I'm talking about I'm sharing my unemployment check and, or a yacht, at one point, yacht being the female carrying two guys. Mm-hmm. With her income and getting us into certain jobs for us to be able to survive and do things like this girl. That's why I will always have respect for Yak because at one point Yak was like our mother figure. Like I am the person I am when it comes to work mm-hmm. and having a work ethic because of Yak. Mm-hmm. Like the first job I ever had was at like cozy and stuff like that that I ever started working hard at mm-hmm. was because I came in there with her and she damn near a manager and she brought her friends in there that mm-hmm. she knew was hurting because basically she was like making sure we was cool off of her check you know what I'm saying and she taught me how to no it don't matter where you're at or where you're going just make the best of it and like work hard do what you gotta do and you'll be fine mm-hmm. that's why we always have respect for her but he was in that same struggle with us you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. it was like a triangle effect and I love my brother. Like, even right now, we don't talk. You know what I'm saying? We, I don't talk to neither one of them. But I still have that genuine like genuine love for them. But it also hurt at the same time because I know that they allow conversations to go on about me. I know that they allowed, to, like, they pretended as if they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And they just underestimated my thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. I exposed it to you to prepare you for what was to come. Mm-hmm. I knew that once I told Yak and the other person that I was eventually going to build enough courage to tell everybody. And it's mainly because, again, in 2005, I had a gun to my head and pulled the trigger. Mm -hmm. From that moment on, I'm like, yo, I got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. I got to figure this out because obviously I'm supposed to live. Right. It took me a whole five hours. Mm-hmm. To have a 30-second phone conversation with y'all. I kept breathing. Like, I was breathing fast. Like, and I'm like, all right, I was calling and I was hanging up. It took me so long to even get to that point. Like, all right, y'all, I'm gay. And I told y'all first because y'all was already giving me, like, that motherly, friendly, like, sisterly. Like, so the same love I get from y'all is the same love I get from you. Like, mm-hmm. like the strong women. Like, just, like, y'all understand me. Like, y'all know that, like, if I have this... Like, y'all get me. Y'all get my heart. Y'all know, y'all understand who I am. So it's just like, I told her first that I can have support when I told my brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My brother, I knew my brother was going to be like, kind of probably like 
thrown off by it because at that time in my head, I knew that I was protecting him. Like, that was my little brother. Mm -hmm. And I was schooling him to certain things that he didn't know about at the time. And I didn't want him to be disappointed in me. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Yacht counterpart. I didn't want him to be disappointed in me. And I knew that he, he would at that point. But once he realized that, yo, the same person that you grew to love and you grew to call your brother could have been dead five years before we really started hanging out heavy. And you realize that there was a lot of hurt and pain that I hated myself because of this. Like, I, I, I did not care about who I was because I didn't understand the fact that I wasn't the only person. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the only person out here that was gay. I didn't have HIV. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't have a disease that's cured even to this day. And God, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't have any type of disease or I don't have anything that's making me feel like attached to any stereotype that's attached to that lifestyle. Right. And what I would say to them is that, like, I forgive them. Mm -hmm. And I forgive them for not forgiving me. Mm -hmm. And especially that first person. That first person, I can tell that there's a lot of hurt behind there. You know what I'm saying? Even though I, be, I do be being petty sometimes and, like, I reach out to them because I genuinely love that person. Not on no gay shit. Not on no, like, sexual type stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I genuinely love that person. And it bothers me. And it's probably going to bother me for a while, the fact that they don't understand that I'm a, just a human being. Like, I'm right. just a person that, that's attracted to something that we share, but it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with you. Right. I don't look at you like that. Even, like, the second person. It's just like, you know, the second person has a... The second a person know for a fact that it's nothing like that. Yeah, the second it's person just, know for a fact that it's nothing like that. And an image. Yeah, the, the second person gets yeah, an image and... I just want that second person to know that, like, what we've been through, you know, you were in a place, in a predicament to actually set the tone for how people treat me behind my back. Mm -hmm. And me being your friend, you know I'm smart. Mm -hmm. I told you, like, I told Yak on a sense of, like, Yak was protecting me. You know what I'm saying? That was somebody that, at that moment, I could go to and feel like, all right, I don't need to kill myself. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I go out to it. At that point, that's when I was scared to tell y'all. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was scared to, like, because all y'all knew at that time was the hard calf. Like, calf that was just going to be your man. Like, you know, anytime a nigga ever came to disrespect you or a nigga might not even approach you in a certain way because you calf cousin. Like, calf mm -hmm. is going, like, where calf at? They right. can come at you, like, a different way. So... I had that mindset of, like, I'm protecting all these people that I genuinely give a fuck about, like, women, like, my women that's dearest to me. Like, I don't want them to ever feel like I'm weak. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And Yacht played her role, and I was expecting for her counterpart, like, because in my mind, that was her, her counterpart to play his role. But if I would ever have to say anything to that person again, it would just be like, I feel like, you know, especially the person number two, since mm -hmm. they knew me, like they were the second person that I told, you felt me as a friend, a brother, a brother, mm -hmm. a confidant. You mm -hmm. know, it was life or death in that. Mm -hmm. And you know, my intentions, even if we had like personal stuff as far as like just normal friendship stuff that you probably felt some type of way about towards me, you know, my intentions was always good for you. Like he left you and went against you just for the uh -huh. Yeah. yeah, and you did like I feel like you did do something, you know, for the people, and I would never try to like really like dog you out, but I want you to know that like that pain is like is deeper than just 
what people can just see. Like, you know I didn't mean no harm. You know I didn't ever make you feel no type of way. You already know that I had your back when Mm -hmm. people didn't want to pay you. People thought you weren't good enough for certain things that we had going on. Like, I had your back. Mm -hmm. And that one moment where I expressed to you, I could have just left that person out of the dark. Like I did everybody else, but mm-hmm. I exposed it to you to be a support system. Mm-hmm. You know, I damn near died because of I damn near killed myself because of like not like agreeing with who I was. Mm-hmm. So, so I, basically, you just you thought that he would be strong enough to have your back, how mm-hmm. you had his, and it wasn't the case. It wasn't the case, yeah. and he felt, and I mean, but he, you wish yeah, him, but you wish him well, and yeah, you know, for sure. I wished him well before he knew that he needed to be wished well. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about even niggas that he's that played cool with him now, niggas that smile in his face and all of that. I had real life arguments with those niggas back then. Mm-hmm. And here I am, the gay guy that you push to the side. But I had real life arguments with those niggas. Like you don't know, this is my brother, and y'all gonna give him whatever y'all giving me. Period. That's Period. that's just how it was gonna be. And now. Sometimes, like, that's why we, we're not friends on social media or anything like that. Because I ain't gonna lie, like, I'm not a hater or anything like that. I want my homie to do well, mm-hmm. rather we speaking or not. It doesn't matter. But for me to see him being... Just call buddy, him your brother, because it was more than a homie. Yeah, that was my brother. Mm-hmm. For me to even see him, like, acknowledging or being dealt with somebody that I knew I had an argument with about, about him, him. Mm-hmm. at one point it bothers me a little bit still to this day I might see that shit I'm like ew like dog like don't you know I had to fight for your little measly 300 400 dollars when you deserved it more than that person that shit bothers me I ain't gonna lie that shit bothers me a lot but I'm learning to not give a fuck that's yeah. why we doing this podcast like I'm really moving forward that's one reason why we doing this podcast not to expose anything it's just to basically just say, like, listen, anybody that's listening to this, I started off as a regular guy. I'm talking about in life. Um, I used to be a promoter. I used to have a bunch of bitches. I used to have a bunch of bitches on my phone. I used to have a, talk to a bunch of girls in school. And when the CEP, I was bad as shit. I was known for all this crazy shit. And the whole time I was gay, right? I had a long process and I came out. I came out. And I'm living in my truth at this point. So I feel like since you came out, you've been the happiest person mm-hmm. ever. Like mm-hmm. for me, it's like you always smiling, you happy within yourself, and like you just be feeling so good. And you know, I give you that extra boost. Yeah. So you feel good, even when you be like, I can't put this on this because I look this, and it's yeah. like no. I saw like, those insecurities fuck sometimes. What people think. Yeah. And what I say all the time. Like, what, yo? Like, fuck I don't care. Uh. It's crazy because, y'all, I feel more comfortable going live on fucking Toya page than I do, like, my page because mm-hmm. I have so many people from my past that, like, still probably have questions. Like, so I gonna hurt shit and, like, I feel like it's not like I'm feminine. But right everybody there, but. that's on my page is probably every nigga that you hung around. Uh-huh. And... I never made. Can't nobody even feel comfortable enough to come to up to me and talk it. about you mm-hmm. or say mm-hmm. this, that, or the third. And even back then, before I even knew you was gay, when people used to ask me about it, <laughs> like 
I used to curse them the fuck out and remind them like he'll beat you the fuck up. Like <laughs> and my heart, like you wasn't like I ain't know. At the right. time I didn't know. So when they was coming to me with it, I'm like, what yo? Like mm-hmm. he'll beat you the fuck up uh, and all this you know. I was rocking. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was like, oh shit, I took but out for you for all these years. I did forever, <laughs> forever. Like, but I told you, about to beat people the fuck up. Like, right now, that's how I used to be. Mm-hmm. Remember the one time I told you, this is after I know somebody that was real close with one of my cousins was like, oh girl, bye. I know, I know that he get he he's talking to one of my friends, and I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, no, the fuck, he's not. <laughs> Y'all was right and, on shit. And he was know. like, "Girl, bye. You supposed to sit here and try to lie to me." He talks to my he talks to my girlfriend. Like, what are you talking? And I'm like, "Uh, no, the fuck he don't. <laughs> he don't like he don't play like that. Like, stop talking about my friend. No, he don't. Like, and y'all knew the whole time. And I knew the whole time, but I was irritated. Like, shut up. Why would you even think? Like, you're my cousin friend, and me and you was cool. Mm-hmm. We cool, but don't think you would come to me about my best friend and try to say something to me because exactly. you're cool with my cousin. Mm-hmm. You my cousin best friend, so you think it's no? This ain't that. Right. No. And I definitely called him and told him, like, oh, let me tell you how such and such said X, Y, and Z. And he was like, oh, whatever, whatever. But I was irritated. Like, don't try to talk about my friend. <laughs> right. No. That's just not what's going to happen. I don't care. And from that what point, that I do For that. sure, like, can't nobody feel comfortable enough to, to come, come and talk. Right. Mm-hmm. And talk about. And just think. Just and that's think how it's always supposed to be when you close with yeah. somebody. And that's what bothers me too about even the person number two. Like I know for a fact that there's been conversations where and it's false things being said. False things being said, and it's just like yo, like dog, like you, you, you know the insight. Uh-huh. I let you in on the insight, and you, you know me, and it's just like you, you just didn't come through. Like dog, this, this shit has nothing to do with you. Like as far as like just be image, strong enough. Yeah, be your that image person. is not. Yeah. Be yourself. Be yourself. If you was okay with it in your heart and your spirit for like what two or three years after you already knew, Shit, that, be was, that, that was that, that was actually that was actually five years. That was five years before that person knew. Five years before everybody, everybody else. else. But that's what I'm saying. And you still was coming over. We still was doing everything. Was this, it, so, you still, met my you met my ex at the yeah. time. You you were. This cool. is what I'm saying. But now because other people know, and then you act like you don't know. Like damn, be yourself. That's all I ask. Just be yourself. That's it. That's the moral of this podcast. Be yourself. Right. Be yourself. Yep. Be about yourself. what nobody else thinks. You can't live for nobody else. You be yourself. Right. That's it. Because if you're not, only thing you're going to be doing is hurting yourself. Right. Right. So we about to wrap things up, y'all. Thanks for joining us. Yes. This is Blunt your girl, Kamaj. It's nice. And you got... Yeah. Yeah, yes. Minaj in the building. We blunt as fuck. Way. We have more on the way coming soon. Thanks for listening. We appreciate the love. And thank you for downloading the app. Yeah, download the app, subscribe, share it. I mean, because at the end of the day, there's somebody that could appreciate the story. It could be anybody. Yes. Like, because I know for a fact I'm not the only person that went through this or could be possibly going through this. Don't kill yourself. Never. Don't, don't, never. Don't think that you're not good enough. And there's people out here that's, that can relate to you. And there's also and you is all yeah. that matter. Right? You all that matter. You is and once you realize, once you get the strength to actually live in your truth, I promise you. I promise you. Listen, you listen to me. Life? Listen to me. I was respected. Like I was able to go through a lot of hoods and just be around a lot of hoods. But none of that matters 
if I wasn't able to be myself. Now that I'm able to be myself and live in who exactly who I am, I'm the happiest I was before. People still respect me. I might not have the relationships and the bonds that I had that I enjoyed, but none of that matters because who's really supposed to be there for you and who really care about you, God will shave off the people that's not supposed to be Uh there. And you want genuine people, you want genuine shit to be around you. And even though my life has changed drastically, I went from having a million niggas around me that cared about me to a million strong females around me that care about me. And that love and adore me. And And feel protected. And feel protected. And it's just like, it's the best feeling that I've had in 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 the world. Because one thing I realized throughout this process and my journey is that women are much more loyal. I'm no shade to guys, but women... I love women so much, even though I'm not like, you know, a heterosexual man. I love my women so much because it's just like they see through your flaws. They see through just different things that a guy can't even handle. And they have that nurturing effect that even no matter what you're going through, they're there. If they know you and they invest their time in you, they're going to love you and protect you no matter what. So we wrap this up and we say peace. Peace. If you or someone you know suffers from suicidal thoughts or ever contemplated on killing yourself, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Again, their number is 1-800-273-8255. 8255. They're open and, and ready for to speak with you 24 hours, seven days a week. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Life is too short for us to take our own. Life is too short for us to not be happy. Life is too short to not love ourselves. So whenever you're feeling down or whenever you feel like you're not good enough, just think about how good you are for yourself. And just think about how you can change those thoughts and just do for yourself. It doesn't matter who doesn't like you. It doesn't matter who doesn't want to be your friend. It doesn't matter who doesn't want you around. As long as you're comfortable within yourself and you begin to learn about yourself, you begin to appreciate things that others might not. That's what's going to allow you to move forward and be happy no matter who loves you or not. So all I'm saying is, this is nice. Never, never commit to suicide. Never commit to not loving yourself. And I promise you, once you commit to learning who you are and learning how you're, you will be, nothing else will matter. Catch us each and every Thursday at 6 a.m. Blunt as fuck. Follow us on Instagram and all social media outlets at bluntaf underscore.